Today we're talking all about pelvic floor physical therapy. Here we go. Hi, I'm Jessica Vallant, a physical therapist and Pilates teacher, and I want to bring science-based knowledge, empathy, courage, support, love, and hopefully some fun to the journeys we have with our bodies. There is hope and strength in your body, and my goal is to help you find it. Welcome back to Meet Your Body. I am so happy to have you here wherever you happen to be listening. I am sitting here. I've moved on to water, even though I really want a second cup of coffee. I'm not going to have it. It is snowing outside, despite the fact that it is April, but that seems to be on brand for Denver. At least we have snow in the forecast. And every time I move, I'm reminded of a class that I did last night. I took a trapeze class. And yes, just picture a trapeze from the circus. And that's what we used. Luckily, there was no swinging. These trapezes were only about um, four feet off the ground, four to five feet. So I could reach up and grab it easily. Um, But my daughter has been really, really into some aerial silk classes. And there's a fabulous place here in Denver we found and they have a trapeze class offered as well, in addition to many, many other classes. And so I had promised her that I would try a trapeze class, which I did, and it was very fun. It was very different. I'd never done anything like that before. And as I always talk about, it's so important, especially as we age, that we use our muscles and our bodies and our brains in different ways. So I definitely did that. And every time I move my arms or shift in my chair, I feel all those muscles reminding me that that's what I did. So today, we are going to be talking about pelvic floor physical therapy. So this is going to be a really informational post for anyone wondering what pelvic floor physical therapy is when I say that. What even is it? who can benefit from it, what the pelvic floor is, and what kind of symptoms you might be feeling if you have pelvic floor issues, as well as what a first visit with a pelvic floor physical therapist will look like. So that is what we're going to cover today. Lots of information that hopefully sets you up for success if you ever find yourself needing pelvic floor physical therapy. So first, let's talk about the question, what is pelvic floor physical therapy? So it is a specialized type of physical therapy that addresses issues around the pelvic floor musculature and the structures surrounding the pelvic floor. So what I need to really dive into first is actually covering the question, what is the pelvic floor? So when I say that, what does that even mean? So the pelvic floor is a group of muscles and connective tissues that basically sit, you can almost picture it like a trampoline because it's nice and bouncy. It should be. So you can picture it almost like a trampoline or some people call it a hammock that sits like if you're sitting right now, you are sitting on your pelvic floor. So it kind of connects the front pubic bone in the front towards your hip bones around to the side, your sit bones towards the back connect all along the sacrum towards the back as well. So it really is almost like this flat round disc that sits directly at the base of our torso and that is the pelvic floor and everybody has one. Every single human being has a pelvic floor. So this is great information for everyone out there and can really benefit every single person listening. 
So let's now go back to that question about what exactly is pelvic floor physical therapy. So I am a licensed physical therapist. When we graduate from physical therapy school, we graduate as generalists. Then typically we move on to specialize in different areas. People can specialize in pediatrics and work with kids, or they can be an orthopedic physical therapist. They can work specifically with athletic teams, or they can work with lungs. They can work with neurological issues or brain injuries, right? So there's lots of different areas that we can really kind of specialize in. Becoming a pelvic floor physical therapist is one of those specialties. So it is a licensed physical therapist who specializes in working with the pelvic floor. And then one additional aspect to this, and I tell my clients who are searching for specific pelvic floor physical therapy to make sure that that physical therapist does internal work because one piece of a pelvic floor physical therapist is that they can work internally. So they are going to do an internal exam to really be able to check what's going on with the pelvic floor. So that's one thing to keep in mind. So if you are starting the search for a pelvic floor physical therapist, you would just go into Google if that's where you need to start and type in either pelvic floor physical therapist. Sometimes you can type in women's health physical therapist. I know that can be limiting but that is a term that's still used. So you can use that as well. And just look to see who is around in your area and what they offer. And then as well, we'll get into more of this later when I talk about what to expect in your first visit. But another way to really just start to put out the feelers is just ask some people in your community, ask some friends if they've seen a pelvic floor physical therapist who they like. You can ask your doctor as well. So if you aren't sure where to start, there's a lot of different places that you can start to look for a pelvic floor physical therapist in your area. And it is is someone that you're going to want to see in person. So I am a physical therapist who specializes in a lot of women's health issues, a lot of reproductive issues, hysterectomy, prolapse, pelvic floor issues, all of that. But I am not a specialized pelvic floor physical therapist because I don't do internal work. So I can do a lot of this consulting through Zoom. I can see clients in person, but I'm not going to do the internal work. So when I'm talking to my clients and I send them for really specific pelvic floor physical therapy, I am asking them to be able to see someone in person so that they can get that really beneficial hands-on work that can help so much. So why is the pelvic floor so important? We talked about what it is. So I want you to be able to visualize kind of where those muscles sit. And then just using kind of some common sense around muscles and our body, you can imagine that pelvic floor and where it sits. It is our connection from our torso to our lower extremity. So it really connects to our hip bones, to, like I said, our sacrum, to our pelvis. It connects all of that. So it has a really important function when it comes to helping to balance all the forces from leg to leg, when we weight shift, when we walk, from when we get on and off the floor. It has that basic function of just working to help balance all of those forces. In addition to that, it is a really important shock absorber. So again, kind of imagine it's 
it's that connection from the lower extremities from the legs up to the torso every time you do a jump every time you kind of you know jump down from a step i imagine watching my kids they're always jumping they can never just walk anywhere they have to jump from one step to another they have to do those kind of things and the pelvic floor is one of the main things that is absorbing that shock so our pelvic floor should be a shock absorber In addition, the pelvic floor is a group of muscles and connective tissues that support the organs of our pelvis. This includes our reproductive organs. It includes our sexual organs. It includes our bladder and our bowels. That is what the pelvic floor does. It is supporting those organs. So it has a vital role to play in how those organs work. So we're talking about sexual function. We're talking about elimination. So being able to urinate and defecate. We're talking about any kind of incontinence. Even that idea of being able to not leak urine when you sneeze, that is your pelvic floor working. So right before you sneeze, your pelvic floor acts as kind of a shutoff. It kind of contracts to help make sure that you're not going to leak urine when you do sneeze. So the pelvic floor is constantly working and it should be able to work on its own automatically. That would be the hope. So there are many people out there who don't have to give their pelvic floor a second thought throughout their life because it simply works the way it should. It should. It turns on when it should. It relaxes when it should because both pieces are really important. Our pelvic floor should be able to tighten when we need it to and also relax when we need it to. Many people go through life with no problems whatsoever. Then there are many of us, many, 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 a majority of people who do experience some kind of pelvic floor dysfunction throughout their life. I am at the top of this category. If you know my history, you know I have experienced grade three and grade four pelvic organ prolapses. I've had major surgery to repair this. I have had to experience a lot of pelvic floor dysfunction in my life. It is very common. The more I research, the more I know how common it truly is. We just don't talk about it much because it tends to involve things that can feel very shameful and very embarrassing. So when we talk about incontinence, I know that there are issues such as incontinence with urine, right? Where we do leak a little when we cough or we sneeze and sometimes we'll kind of laugh about it, but it can be a major issue for many of us where it's more than just leaking a little urine. It can be the fact that sometimes we have to wear pads or even a diaper sometimes to help with that urine. Sometimes there's incontinence when it comes to defecation where people truly can't control their defecation these are common issues and then there are things such as erectile dysfunction and sexual dysfunction so other symptoms that can really come up when there is pelvic floor dysfunction are things such as pelvic floor pain so you could feel a lot of pain or pressure in that area pubic bone pain si pain and buttock pain can have some pelvic floor dysfunction involved There can be pain with sex. And again, there is a lot around that issue. And I talk to a lot of people who say they discuss this with their doctor who just, and the doctor just says, that's normal. That's just a part of life. You got to live with it. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. You don't need to live with these things. There are things that you can do for treatment to live a much more enjoyable life. And dealing with pain during intercourse is one of them. 
So those are some common symptoms you may experience that tell that could tell you that you have some kind of pelvic floor dysfunction. But there are other cases that I also recommend people automatically seek out a pelvic floor physical therapist. Those cases include after being pregnant, after giving birth, after both of those things, I highly recommend that someone see a pelvic floor physical therapist. After having certain surgeries such as a C-section, a hysterectomy, a prolapse repair, all of those things, it can really, really help to see a pelvic floor physical therapist. Pelvic floor physical therapy can also be really important during gender affirming care and treatment. And there are some really wonderful pelvic floor physical therapists out there who do specialize and have a lot of experience in gender affirming care. So if that is something that applies to you or to someone you know, please keep in mind you can do a little bit of research, but there are people out there who can really help in those situations. So let's get into what a physical therapy treatment for the pelvic floor really would look like. So what your visit would look like. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my own experience as a patient. So you can see it from that side as well, because I've been through it quite a few times myself. So I first experienced pelvic floor physical therapy back in 2013 after I gave birth to our daughter and I was diagnosed with a grade three prolapse. And I will be honest, this is really typical. My OBGYN diagnosed me and said, good luck, and kind of sent me on my way. I was given very, very little information, which is why I'm probably so passionate about passing that information on to you now. I was given very little. Luckily, I was a physical therapist. I knew about pelvic floor physical therapy, and I figured that might be something good to try. So I set up a visit, and really what I did at that time is I looked to see what my insurance would cover, and that's a really common way to start. Okay, Everyone is in a different place, and I really think you need to honor what place you are in. The most important thing is that you can seek out treatment and that you can see someone who supports you. So if you are in a place that you need to use health insurance to do that, then do that. Call health insurance if you need to, or sometimes, I'll be honest, I think it's easier if you actually find a few pelvic floor physical therapists in your area and call them to see if they take your insurance. That tends to be easier than trying to call your insurance to find out who you can see. And there are two reasons for that. One, it is really a pain to call your insurance. I mean, we all know that by this point. You can go through 10 different people and be on hold forever. But the second part is insurance companies do not have the most up-to-date list of who uses or takes their insurance. They sometimes will have a very old list and you don't find out until you get billed for a visit that's not covered. Typically though, if you call the pelvic floor physical therapy office, they know right away if they will take your insurance because they don't take anyone that doesn't have the insurance that they can accept. So it tends to be a little bit easier to go about it that way. So save yourself a little bit of time and a little headache by finding a few that are, again, either recommended to you or you can find them online or simply find one that's closest to you. Whatever is the easiest barrier, lowest barrier of entry to you, easiest way to get in, call them, find out if they take your insurance. So that's one way to go. Another way to go is to pay out of pocket. So my first round years and years ago, 10 years now, I used my insurance. 
my second round and what I will do continuing moving forward. So this was about three years ago. I went again after my prolapse surgery and I paid out of pocket because I knew the physical therapist. She was exactly who I wanted to see. She was the one I trusted the most and she doesn't take insurance, which is more and more common nowadays to not take insurance. To be honest, it was the same amount I would have had to pay towards my deductible. So it was really the same amount I was going to pay no matter what. So that's what I did the second time. But again, find someone that you like, or if you need to use insurance, no problem. Go through that process. Don't let it stop you. I know it's a few hoops to jump through, but find a physical therapist. So again, going back to what I experienced that first time 10 years ago was really similar to this time around, but I went and I just went in for about three visits. So that's one thing that's good to keep in mind is you don't have to go regularly for months at a time. Sometimes all you need is one, two, or even three visits to get information and give you some things to work on at home. And that's what happened to me at that point. And one really great thing that that physical therapist had is something called a biofeedback machine. And this is common. So when you see someone, again, they're going to be a physical therapist, they're going to be a licensed physical therapist, but then they could have some extra tools available to them. So when I say they do an internal exam, that's exactly what they do. They'll go in through the vagina or they'll go in through the anus and they are going to really check your pelvic floor muscles. Please, please do not let this hold you back from going. They're going to check and they're going to have you do a pelvic floor contraction and see if the muscles are actually contracting. It's really helpful information. They can also see if you have any trigger points because your pelvic floor can either be too tight in spots or it can be too loose. It can be a combination of both. So knowing where and how that's happening is really great information. Then they might have a machine like I use something called a biofeedback machine where it plays something in me internally and I did a, con- a contraction. None of this hurt, by the way. No pain whatsoever. I did a contraction. And that machine, like I could see then on a little TV screen, how much I was contracting my pelvic floor muscles. It was, it was so interesting. And I found out that I was contracting my obliques, my abdominal oblique muscles, when I thought I was contracting my pelvic floor. It is so good to have that information. So that's something they may do. So it might be manual work, meaning like using hands. It might be something like a biofeedback machine. It could be some massage. There will be some exercises included. And I am not just talking about Kegels, okay? If you know me, you know I'm not even ever going to teach you a Kegel exercise. But you're going to be taught how to properly contract your pelvic floor muscles, what positions to do it in. You might be given some hip exercises, which are really important. There are various things you can be um, kind of educated around how to go to the bathroom. So things that are going to help take pressure off your pelvic floor, how to give yourself rest during the day, all of those things. Okay. Again, really, really important information. And it might only take a few visits. So 10 years ago when I went, I had a prolapse. I had first been diagnosed I had no idea what was going on. I had a brand new baby and I needed information. And that's what she proceeded to give me. She talked me through things. She talked me down when I was really scared. She was able to check and tell me if my pelvic floor muscles were working. She talked me through how to get a pessary, how to be fitted with a pessary, all this stuff that my doctor didn't take any time to talk me through. So that was 10 years ago. Then after my hysterectomy and prolapse repair, 
I knew I wanted to go through some pelvic floor physical therapy again. And again, this time around, I had more information because I had been living with this for 10 years. So I was looking for something a little different. I wanted someone who could really, really understand the muscles and post-surgery outcomes and tell me if I was on the right track, if I was doing the right things. I needed some different ideas of um, exercises I could do. And I wanted a good general physical therapist to help with all of the hip and sacrum pain I was having after my surgery. So that's who I looked for. I found a pelvic floor specialist. Luckily, she was someone I already knew and actually was friends with. I was able to see her and she did some additional things. So she didn't have a biofeedback machine, but that was fine. She used her hands instead to tell me if I was contracting the right muscles. Then she taped my back to help with my SI pain a lot. She actually did some dry needling, some massage, gave me exercises for home. And again, I bought a pack of three. I went through them, and then I will just go back in the future if I need to. And that is typically how pelvic floor physical therapy can work. So it's either working to help with current symptoms that you are experiencing, right? Certain dysfunctions you might be experiencing, it can help quite a bit. Or it's helping prevent things that typically can happen after birth, after surgery, after hysterectomy, and those kind of things. Either way, it is especially valuable information and can be very, very empowering around an issue that sometimes we can experience shame and embarrassment. It is so nice to have someone in a private atmosphere that you can open up to about something that's very common and you're opening up to someone who understands and has seen other people with the same thing. You will realize you're not alone and you will realize that there is hope in getting treatment and feeling better. I hope that helps answer some questions around the area of pelvic floor physical therapy. I think I've probably made it clear how important and valuable I think pelvic floor PT is. I, again, highly recommend it to everyone, and I also will just keep shouting from the mountaintops how important it is to not keep these things to yourself. Don't feel like you just have to live with it. We are so used to hearing the narrative of, oh, it's just normal to leak pee after you have kids. You just have to live with it. Oh, it's just normal to have to wear a diaper when you get older. Oh, it's just completely normal to have a prolapse when you hit in a certain age. There's nothing you can do about it. That is not true. There is always something you can do about it. Can we fix it 100%? Not necessarily. I don't know. We don't know until we get in there and figure it out. We don't know until we have all the information. But even if it's not fixed 100%, there are things we can do about it. There are strategies to make us feel better. There are strategies to help control the issue so that we have more control over our own lives. There are things you can do so you're not always aware of every single bathroom around you, that you're not always going five times before you fall asleep at night, that you're not always embarrassed or scared to have sex with your partner. There are things you can do and there are people to support 
support you on that journey. You are not alone and there is nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed about. This is your body. It is something to be proud of. It is something to feel ownership over. And having a pelvic floor is a part of the human experience. So let's go through this together and let's help you feel more empowered and strong in the situation that you are in. Thank you so much for joining me here today, and I will talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for joining me today on Meet Your Body. If you have a moment, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast as it helps us tremendously. For more resources and workouts, you can visit my website, jessicavalantpilates.com, or find me on YouTube or Instagram at jessicavalantpilates.com.